With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, greetings. Welcome inside. Happy Friday. Today's Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hi. We are live from the Geico Studios. No problem connecting tonight. Both Mike and I on at the same time. It's awesome. We're worked out. Things are good. And now we get into the NBA. Oh, my. <laughs> well, you, you had all the positivity. You're excited. It was Friday. I made cookies. We had fun. Kids went to the beach, got sunburned. Everything's good. And then, uh, well, the NBA conference call happened. Uh, you know what? If I said to you last night, okay, we're going to wake up on Friday morning. 
and we're going to find out one NBA player is going to be the big voice on not restarting and not playing uh, in Orlando next month. I'd say I'd give you two guesses because there's only two answers, right? The first one would be LeBron Mm -hmm. because LeBron has that kind of power. But you would say, no, LeBron can't do that because people would say, really, LeBron, you don't want to play? Really, you're not going to play? You you don't want a chance at a title. You're the favorite. Yo, we always knew about you, LeBron. You didn't really care. You care about your (laughs) brand. So, all right, not LeBron. And the other choice would be Kyrie Irving because, of course, Kyrie Irving, who has long been the complete and total wild card in the NBA, he's the one who is the person in front and playing a big role in the concern about restarting the NBA season. It was earlier today we found out there's a big conference call that uh, was that took place today with many of key NBA players who are nervous about restarting the NBA season. Now, yesterday it was about 50. Now it's up at about 150, near 200 and growing. Now before we get to Kyrie Irving, let me just say again, we told you this was going to happen, right? Once you get to that point of are we going to play and we have to go play now, there is going to be a large group of players who are going to say, I don't know. And the maybe Major League Baseball, part of that is wrapped up in the, in the collective bargaining and, and the deals they're trying to make right now. But the NBA is the ones closest to saying, hey, we got to pack a bag and go. And right now, players don't want to go. And I guarantee you, 70% of the league does not want to go play. They don't want to go for many reasons, for many legitimate reasons. They don't want to go. Look, they're, they're trying to keep their family safe. They don't feel safe going to Orlando with coronavirus. Obviously, the racial upheaval in this country has been insane the past few weeks. You have players who are, who are, who are marching in protests and are, and are trying to, to, to put their message forth, and now we're going to go play basketball. So I, I get it. All of those things are a big deal. And we knew that was coming, that this was going to be the last hurdle the NBA was really going to have to go to to get to play. The other stuff was easy. Trying to figure out a plan, trying to figure out the team, that's nothing. You know, forget about that. We, we, got, we got that done in a second compared to this. Now it's, wait a minute, now players may not want to go play. And it was Kyrie Irving leading this phone call, leading this meeting. Other players who spoke include Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, uh, all with concerns about playing this season for those reasons. And the thing about Kyrie Irving at the head of this is that he is the absolute right and the absolute wrong person to be leading this. Because, look, as I've said, Kyrie Irving is a complete and total wild card. He has always been anti-establishment. Does he really believe in the fake moon landing? Does he really believe that the earth is flat, that dinosaurs are fake, the education system is designed to lie to America? He says these things and then doesn't really say if he absolutely agrees with them. It just kind of throws it out there. He has always been a wild card. From I want to be a Celtic for the rest of my career to I, I, I don't know, whatever happens, happens. That was in a span of like a day yeah. when he did that last year. Kyrie is a complete and total wild card. So on one hand, it's like, well, this is the guy. This is the guy to ask these uncomfortable questions and say, hey, listen, what's going on? Are we all going to be safe? Should we all be playing? Is this what we should be focusing on right now? But he's the absolute wrong guy because this is who Kyrie Irving is. Kyrie Irving is someone who is anti-establishment. And is he doing this for the reasons that it should be done? Or is he doing this because, hey, now look at my voice. I have a very, really powerful voice. And I, I, I'm always looking for ways to try to disrupt things. And this is what I want to do. 
and now I'm going I'm to disrupt this. So how is he coming at this? Is, is he coming at this from, hey, I really understand what's going on and I want to be the voice, or is he trying to be the disruptor? Because Shams Charania had these quotes just a few minutes ago from the, end, from the call, and here's two quotes from Kyrie Irving. I don't support going into Orlando. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. Something smells a little fishy. I don't know what systematic racism is, racism is going on with restarting the NBA. I, I, I don't. I, I'm sure Kyrie Irving has reasons for it, and I'm sure he's going in. He's, he's talked about them, but I, I don't see how how starting the NBA season again is is, is racist. I get his point of what's it going to look like, the optic of, of having a large group of black men contained in one area for a period of a month. What's that going to look like? What's the optic going to look like? Okay, I admit I never saw that as the optic, although I admit many people probably didn't see that as the optic because we're talking about how are we going to play the rest of the NBA season? How are the guys going to get back to play? And we have sports for a living. Well, and I would counter his argument on that as well, but go ahead you know, finish. It, you know, should we be, you know, should we be concentrating on, on sports right now with what's going on in the country? Again, I, I get that part of it, but the NBA is not going to begin play until the end of July. The first game is, 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 is six and a half weeks away. So are we, we're not going to play in six and a half weeks? I don't know what not playing does. I don't know what the NBA not playing does. I, I, I really, I don't know what this, what this does to, to kind of you know, push forth the, the, continuous, the continual conversation we're having in the country about uh, getting better and, 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 and trying to move forward and, and do the best things. I don't understand. And, and for these reads, this is why Kyrie is the best choice and he's also the worst choice to be leading this because I, I really, I, 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 I get a little bit of it, but then when I see him say things like, I'm not with systematic racism, okay, I don't think anybody is with – you shouldn't be with systematic racism or any kind of racism. But I don't see where the NBA trying to play is racism. I think the NBA saying, hey, we all need to be in a bubble so we all are able to play games, that's why they're doing it. You know, I, I Really, that, that's why I, I feel like this is just – the NBA is looking at today and saying, oh, man, yeah, now, now, now we're in something. Well – First off, he's he's elected to the executive board because I saw the question pop up in discussion of I don't know why Kyrie's in there. He was elected. He's he's one of the leaders, well, yeah. one of the he faces, is. right? But I, but but just to put that in, at its base, right? Uh, whatever his injury status is, whether he's going to play or not, he's part of the executive board. Now we get into Kyrie, the guy, and you talk moon landings and all his other worlds flat and and so on. If he's going to extend, you know, systemic racism, talking about just institutions as they've been allowed to perform might just be the larger point that he's trying to make. And the optic question, I would I would re- respond with this. When you're on the court and games are being played, you're in the public spotlight. More so than ever. That doesn't mean that that spotlight's not there and and we see big numbers on Twitch and Instagram Live and anytime a guy grabs a microphone, I mean, right now we got Giannis doing a series of the worst dad jokes possible (laughs) with his girl and the little little baby, right? They're the worst jokes possible, yet they're captivating as hell because he's funny, right? And he's just... He's smiling at the camera like, see, this is what my life is just like yours, right? It's all stupid little moments. Capture them, enjoy them, all those kind of things. But you recognize on the court, playing towards a title, the spotlight is on you. So any statement you're going to want to make as a group, you're never going to have a bigger platform than when the game is live. Yeah, a number of teams marched last week 
including Giannis and the Bucks. right? He was out there. Uh, he had like 24 water bottles in his hands that he was just handing out. It was like it was crazy uh, to see that in action. But doing you know, being leaders and hearing people and talking to them and being part of their communities, very powerful stuff. But when we're talking about the largesse of the league and what the NBA represents on the whole, I mean, there, there's just so much more that can be done as you're in games, right? Because there's so many opportunities for, we sat down and talked with insert player here and here was their response. And here's, you know, hey, a pregame show is going to be a 10-minute with LeBron James. And LeBron James is going to obviously say, all right, I'll give you the 10 minutes, but we're going to spend half of it talking about what's going on, voting, etc. So, I mean, the platform is there. Not, not that it's always not, but it's just the megaphone is there on a whole other level. So Kyrie being a guy who's going to raise and find – the cracks, probably going to create a few more along the way because he's seeing things uh, perhaps none of the rest of the world does. But, you know, he also said, I'd give everything up for this. That was the other quote that's coming out of Kyrie and this. And if that's the case, well, now's, okay. the, time, now's the time to leverage your, your assets, your partners, and tell all the other players, you know what? We don't like the NBA anymore. It's time to build our own league. To hell with it. We're not even going to work for these guys anymore. You know, and, and- – and look, him saying, I'm willing to give up everything I have for social reform. Okay, that's, that's awesome. And, and, and do it. And, and do it. But I, I don't see why the NBA is the bad guy now. And that's really what he's doing. Because like I, I, I said it, and I've been saying it for a long time, players don't want to play. All sports right now, players don't want to play. There's too much unknown, whether it's, whether it's COVID-19, many other things. Kyrie's bringing up the race aspect of it in the country right now. Is there other things we could be doing? I think you know, getting back to playing in the NBA is going to do a hell of a lot for America. I, mean, I really think it would. I think the, the big sport coming back like that, being a, I think that does a hell of a lot for America. But mm-hmm. I understand his concerns and I understand the concerns of the players. And if they don't want to play, I get it. I understand it. There's many good reasons for it. And if you just simply said, we don't feel safe, we don't know, we, we're, we're not really up for it, say that. Because to sit here and, 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 and to push it like the NBA is the bad guy, I mean, I, I, I'm not with that. I'm not down well, with that. But you also all, had the NBA, a... all the NBA has tried to do is try to figure out how to play. And last week, Kyrie Irving really had nothing to say no, about the, the NBA restart. In the right. meeting last week that they led when they voted 28 nothing. okay, we're going to use Commissioner Silver's plan, Kyrie Irving asked a, a few questions about things like what soft drinks you're going to be able to have there, you know, what beverages are going to – they were very – and uh, you know, very benign questions about what life is going right. to be like in the bubble. And now this week, it's now we shouldn't do it. There's systematic racism, and, and so so what is it? So what 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 is this really all about? If if people don't, if players don't want to play, I completely understand it. But just say it because that that's always the best part. Because now, what 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 is the NBA doing? That's what 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 systematic racism is the NBA trying to return? I I don't understand that. Well, and yeah, that, and mean, that's the- really. That's really where, where this has turned very quickly into, hey, players have concerns to what is Kyrie saying. Right. So that's just the, the outlier comments. If you go back to the concerns, if anything, the world is more opened up. And obviously, yeah, we've got an influx in higher cases. And you're trying to pay attention, right, in Houston, across Texas, Florida. And we see the hot spots uh, and, and rising cases. And we're monitoring that. But overall, the world is opened up. Vegas is opened up. California tonight, bars and everything else, they're open. 
and ready for business. More, I'm getting pinged all the time, going, "Hey, this guy, this restaurant's back online." I'm like, "All right, I'm, I got to cancel notices to anything having to do uh, with Southern California because my phone just keeps." pinging me at every moment with something else saying, hey, I'm open and here I can come by and get another drive through margarita. Uh, I, I remind you of this. You had China to start the year, right? So all that lost revenue. This is from Bobby Marks. If they choose not to play $1.2 billion in lost player salary, NBA would then have the leverage to tear up the CBA and negotiate a new one. And we're talking about over $2 billion lost to the league. Establishment for sobering establishment dollars. No, it's it is. It's a it's look, it's there's there's got to be more to this. And I think unfortunately we're just getting to the beginning of it. This is not hey, Kyrie Irving's talking to players, but we're still gonna have the season. I mean Kyrie Irving has almost, you know, half the league. You know, it comes down to this. What does LeBron want to do, right? Well, yeah, and, well, and now it's going to be LeBron <laughs> versus Kyrie again. Yep. Because, yep. And, you know, would Kyrie Irving be saying these same things if the Nets were the number one seed in the East and he and KD were healthy and winning right, the championship? Healthy, I don't know. Sure. I mean, he might because it's Kyrie. You'd have no idea. Like, like I said, true. the guy's a wild card. Wild card. I cut the brakes. Uh, so, you know, he could be set, but he might not be. So now we're set up for this point being, okay, now, now where are we? And uh, look, because – I, un- I understand the players, and, and I understand the players' thoughts about this. And if this is going to go forward, what's got to happen now, I think, is you're going to need these other players who are also involved in this, whether it's Mello, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, to say, okay, here are real concerns. Because if, if Kyrie is the one who is the only one talking about this, and, and the big quotes from him are systematic racism and, and this is BS going to Orlando, it's like, well, wait a minute, why? It was, everything was fine a week ago. Yeah, what, what, and- I, I, I don't get it. This needs to be saying, okay, thank you, Kyrie. Thank you for bringing this up and being that guy because you're going to take a lot of flack for this, but now we're going to take this and really see what's going on, and then we're really going to get the, the, the vibe of the players and what they want to do. Yeah, just remember, those veterans, all those guys you listed are also either not viable uh, contenders like Donovan Mitchell losing teammates to injury mm-hmm. uh, or guys that are losing their jobs like Carmelo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios where certainly... Kyrie Irving and the NBA have gotten the majority of the headlines tonight. We'll have more on that story coming up in a couple of minutes. But, uh, look, I feel like every day has been, you know, this past week now we're getting to the point of, okay, sports are coming back and, and, and where are we as far as the plan? Every day we seem to get a little bit closer. And one day is a big story for the NBA. Then it's Major League Baseball. Then it's the NFL. Then it's college football. Then it's the NBA. And it's like every day is, is a new sport. Like, okay, we're going to – that's how we're going to figure out the uh, programming um, uh, situations on all sports talk radio and, and, and TV. Uh, each day a different sport is going to have a new story about them returning, and that's what we wind up breaking down because that's kind of how it's been. And you know, mainly it's been the NBA this week, but now Major League Baseball also is, is, is coming up right behind all of us. And, and, and while the NBA is trying to figure things out with Kyrie Irving leading a bunch of players who are now hesitant about returning to play in about a month and a half, uh, Major League Baseball is at the point where many players in the past 24 hours, even in the past two or three hours, have sort of resigned themselves to the fact that uh, you know what, the Major League Baseball just wants to put in a 48-game season, so let's just do it. If we're going to get screwed, let's just play this 48-game ridiculous screwed, season move on. And, yeah. and go on and move on. And you're seeing a lot of players who are at that point where they are saying that. I mean, earlier today, um, uh, John Heyman, uh, longtime baseball insider, said he's talked to a lot of players whose attitude is just, they're going to do this to us anyway, so let's just play. Tell me when to report. This is what they want anyway. Randall Grichuk just put on Twitter, MLB mm-hmm. player, let's just play. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm sick and fed up with these negotiations. Let's just go figure out a way to play baseball. 
So we could actually wind up getting that. I still want to throw out there that there's going to be a lot of star players who are going to say, blank you, I'm not coming, even though Major League Baseball has said, uh, and, and Rob Manfred has the power to put in a 48-game season because of what was agreed upon in March. And I, I get that that's going to be the likely outcome, but there's going to be a lot of players who are going to say, screw it, we're not going to play, and, and let you want to fight us on it, you'll fight us on it. Because if, the, if Major League Baseball can go back and say, well, we agreed to take this less money in March, now you want to go against that and get more money from us, so that's not enforceable. But the deal we signed in March about you putting in an NBA, an, uh, a Major League Baseball season, that part of what we talked about is enforceable? Uh, really, there's going to be a lot of players who are going to be really upset. Nobody's going to be happy playing this and if it does turn out this way you got to have your fingers crossed because you'd like to think that at the end both sides are going to smile their way through the season because in the end we're going to play baseball everybody's going to get back to doing what they love doing and we're going to get back to seeing it reporting on it and talking about it but uh, the last thing you want is one of those seasons where while you're playing players are still talking about how unhappy they are and how bad the owners screwed them and how badly they're being mistreated, how we don't want to be here anyway. I mean, that, that's what you don't want, right? If you're Major League Baseball, you want to say, hey, we have this and we're united and, and everybody is happy. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to get going to play. So the last thing you really want is, is to have that, and that's kind of where we're headed even if we do get an agreement. So I'm like, you, some, at some point, everybody's got to smile and say, hey, we're ready to play. We'll save our hate for everybody for the offseason because we, you know, we got to go play and, and, and it's not going to do anybody any good if while we're seeing sports, everybody's complaining about what's going on and how they're being treated. Yeah, I think a lot of it with baseball is you just have gotten to the point where the math works out that the 48-game plan as prorated and everything else works out from a better you know, financial percentage. I mean, it's, it's all crazy fuzzy math at this point. But it's the idea of what that means, right, of the commissioner – and the owners, obviously, commissioner working for them, coming down with, all right, here's the hammer of how we get back instead of a good faith negotiation and back and forth. And that's not to absolve the Players Association of any of their blame, you know, the proverbial blame pie that we like to carve up here on a Friday night mm, and dish out. Pie. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's plenty to go around. But, you know, Rob Manfred's comments – our tone deaf, the fact that we keep volleying back and forth, and it's the same two or three reporters that are being used to put up the test balloons, right? You, you could say either it's they're, they're the best reporters in the game and, and that's all it is, or they're the ones that will feed the message well. So take that as it were. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of guys that cover the sports, and, and it's still coming out. All right, here's the latest test balloon going back out one window across the boulevard to the other office, and they're anxiously awaiting, and then they keep popping it, and the message inside says, beat it, is really where we keep getting to, <laughs> right? <laughs> and for the players, you know, all, all of it informs the CBA. We've been talking about this for weeks, is that nobody wants to give ground and get back to work here. Never never mind. We still haven't talked about those 67 pages. You think the NBA's got problems of what to do in Bubble, Bubble City, USA? I mean, Major League Baseball put out that document. Have they scratched off one or two lines in there? Remember there was a, hey, the ball's got to get taken out of play if two people touch it? 
mean, there's, there was a lot of stuff that was just problematic uh, to the basic playing of the game in what is the most socially distanced game of everything we do in you, terms you, of team sports. Here's what you're going to have. A ground ball to third. The guy throws the, the player throws to first base. The guy is out. The first baseman turns to one of the bat boys who is standing right off. He's got a big squeegee bottle of disinfectant, rubs it on the ball, and you let it cool off and, and let it dry, and then you throw it back into play later on. Yeah, but and in you the end, have a whole what you big do, I mean, conveyor it, belt of baseballs ready to go back in the game. Well, you bring back Chuck Knobloch. He'll just send it right into the stands, and you won't even have to go get the put out. I mean, you just try to gauge whether he would have gotten him there if he'd thrown it well. See, that's, there's one for the kids. But wow. just Chuck the, Knobloch couldn't even get past that. You had to bring no, up Chuck Knobloch. No, go. well, you have to do it Way sometimes. To go, it's going into history. Well, because you're trying to look at it, right? We were talking about the NBA salaries and, you know, hey, we're stratified and whatever. Well, there's 199 guys that make $5 million or more in the NBA. That's based on basketball reference numbers. I'm not sure what spot track, spot track, whatever says. And Major League Baseball, we could run the same report. You're still going to have a lot of multimillionaires uh, when it's done. So the the there's some of the arguments just don't hold any weight when you get down to it. And for the players, they're looking ahead to that CBA cuz they don't want to give up revenue. And the owners keep crying poor from Ricketts on down. Ricketts at least could say, hey, we put a lot of money into the dump of the infrastructure that is Wrigley Field. Look, best outdoor bar in America. That's not Cubs hate coming through. Uh, but it's old, so it needs a lot of money. They pumped a lot of cash in. So they could actually put a couple of line items to say, hey, we actually put our money to work as opposed to others that just pocketed it. Either way, the owner or the players aren't buying that they're losing some three quarters of a million dollars for every game not played. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico's sharing more, too, with the Geico Giveback, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Now, as far as the sports go, when, when it comes to... The safety part of it, and, and look, we'll get into Kyrie Irving and, and, and the, the racial aspect of it, which he's talking about coming up next, and, and, his, and the other players in the NBA, their worries about resuming the season in Orlando. One thing that's universal is the players want to feel safe, right? Major League Baseball players, part of all of this, right? Part of all of this, whatever posturing is going on with baseball players NBA players, what will happen, NFL, NHL. Everybody wants to feel safe. That's the thing, is they want to feel safe when they go. And that's a big power. However, however much they want to admit, they want to feel safe. And I get that if you say, oh, I don't feel safe, you're going to have a good portion of fans go, come on, suck it up. I have to go to my job and I don't feel safe. You suck it up and go to your job and feel safe. But being safe is a big thing, and I completely understand that. And this is where if I'm Rob Manfred and I am – uh, Adam Silver, I'm kind of stuck because I can't guarantee safety. I mean, no. who knows when we'll be able to guarantee safety? I mean, sure, when we get a vaccine, then we can guarantee, hey, here's no, the we, vaccine. But we can't, you can't we guarantee that, right? safety. That's not a cure. But right, but you can't. But what, what <laughs> players want to know, but the thing is, if you get it, you can get a vaccine or you can get a vaccine for it and not have to worry about it. Then, then you're guaranteeing safety. But we can't really guarantee safety until there's a vaccine. And players are going to say, and they want to say, okay, what's your plan? And 
if they don't think it's safe, they're not going to play. And if you're the NBA or Major League Baseball, you can't tell everybody, don't worry, it's safe to play. It is safe to play. You can't say that because you can't guarantee it because you know at some point players, someone's going to wind up getting it just because of the math with how it is in the United States and where the coronavirus is. It's going down in some states, but it's going up in some states. We still haven't haven't gotten rid of it. And we're still not overall uh, on the every state's not on the two-week decline with less coronavirus cases. So the NBA, neither, neither sport can say, I guarantee you're not going to be safe. And without guarantees that you're going to be safe, how, how can players say, oh, I feel good about this plan? All it can be is this is the best plan we have for you. And if something happens, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take you out. We're going to isolate you. We're going to monitor you for a couple of days. Then if you're okay, you can come back in. We're going to continue to test players every single day. That's where it. That's where you're kind of stuck because there's no way that the leagues can say, don't worry about it. If you come and play in this bubble or if you do this, you are going to be safe. Now, if you go outside of our bubble, you do things that we don't recommend, well, then we can't guarantee that. But if you do what we're doing, we're telling you it's safe. You can't do it. And again, that comes down to the point where I say, when it's time to pack a bag and go play, players and athletes are going to say, I don't know because I don't know how safe I really feel. Am I really going to leave my family now? I've been home with them for this long. We've been trying to figure things out, and it's a new way of life. And now we're, we're, we're trying to go through different things with the world with, with what we've been going on after the killing of George Floyd. And it, I, I just don't know that my mind is at where it should be for sports right now, but mainly it would be coronavirus-wise. And if that's the case of what, of, of what it is, that's where leagues can only say, all right, if, if you can't play, I understand, and it'll be the point where you're not getting paid, and maybe you don't, maybe you don't right. get paid, or you get paid a very small amount of money, uh, and, and if you don't want to play, that's okay, but they're also trying to have a league going. If you have too many players that say, yeah, I'm not ready to come, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it, what can you have? I mean, if the, let's just say for, for argument's sake, uh, and the NBA players, you get two-thirds of the team wants to come play. I mean, what kind of player are you going to have where you're going to have to replace – you know, four players, five players on a team on an active roster. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. You well, know, that saying, means that, that's, uh, and, and it's Joakim not just, Noah and a lot of yeah. these guys. I mean, AC Earl is coming back from coaching yeah. <laughs> to block some shots. I mean, it's going to be great. And it's Metal not World just the piece. It's not just the last guys at the end of the bench. It could be one of right. your star players. No, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. the same thing for Major League Baseball. There may be some players who go, yeah, I, I don't know about this. We're not going to be in a bubble. We're going to be in our own cities, and we're going to be taking plane rides, and we're going to be going to play in other other people's parks and everything else. Yeah, I don't know about this. I don't want to play. So now suddenly you have maybe two-thirds of the team that wants to play and a third of the team that doesn't. And what would you do? You cancel the minor league season, so now you're going to go, all right, let's bring up these players who really want to play, and now it's you're just trying to fill it to get to an active roster? I mean, that's that's got to be where, where sports go. That's got to be the real thing that keeps everybody up at night and, and keeps Adam Silver and, and uh, Rob Manfred up at night is that players, I mean, in the end, if they don't want to play, you can't make them. And, and what, what kind of season are you going to try to have if you're trying to get by with making sal- chicken salad out of this because uh, you have eight to ten players on a baseball team and four to five players on an NBA team that don't want to play? Yeah, as we've talked about all along, Jason, it, it, with everything in your, in your day-to-day life, going to work, whether you were declared essential or not in that bogus rating and, and administration, look, I'm thankful for my FEMA card. It's going to go up on my wall at some point. But the the idea is 
that you, you have to assume some level of risk with everything you're doing in your life, going out of your house, getting in your car, and certainly the players going through, right? And on the other side for them is a giant pot of gold, right? When we talk, multiply this out for specificity's sake, uh, before I put out the, it was $640,000 per game. Uh, this was from the Associated Press. That's how much Major League owners claim they're going to lose per game in an 82-game regular season with no fans in attendance. And that's the heart of the, the matter. Do the players trust those numbers? Because if they trust them now, they have to trust them in the CBA. Right. So from a straight dollars and cents perspective, you've got that and you're weighing your safety and your family's future. And for baseball, a little bit of your short term, maybe even long term sports viability by the decisions you have to make of whether you go back to play or not for the NBA. You know, there'll be a lot of people mad. uh, And certainly during these times, you know, the worst of the worst are going to be ignited. Right. We know that. And, and we we understand that. But you recognize all of the legit reasons that people could put on a list that they don't want to participate. Not to mention those that have family members that are of higher risk. Right. And so those players, it, it seems, would still get paid like they'd get an exemption and go. Well, that's going to fight against the other players. Say, well, I'm not at high risk, but what if I did get it and something went wrong? Right. How, you know, how am I treated differently? Because, you know, when you get into families and extended families and everything else. So you start getting the divide amongst the players again. Right. When you're trying to unify them. So uh, the proverbial sticky wicket, uh, as it were, no perfect plans. And the closer we get, the more nervous everybody gets. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let me just say this, because you mentioned a big birthday week. Yeah, it's huge. I want to tell you how, um, you know, your family's supposed to be behind you in everything you do in life. and In theory. Uh, yeah, in theory. But I, I really want want to let you know that uh, my dad's new nickname is the ultimate spoiler. Is and he becoming a prelim wrestler? Or what's going on? No, no, no. Let me tell you what my dad did uh, today. Okay. So I was off Wednesday because it sure. was Zoe's graduation day. Also was my wife's birthday. So we had decided, because we were doing a lot of stuff for graduation, because, you know, we volunteer a lot at the school. Sure. She was like, listen, let's not do anything. She said, let's not do anything for my birthday today. Let's just, we'll figure it out for this, you know, later on this week and this weekend. I said, absolutely fine. That's great. So we'll, 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 we'll figure it out then. So I'm like, okay, so we have Wednesday. Everything's fine. And I decide, you know what? Let's have a drive-by birthday celebration, which many people are doing across the country where you can't get together uh, because of coronavirus and social distancing rules and guidelines you want to adhere to because you want to stay safe, you want to stay healthy. Uh, A lot of birthday parties have been drive-bys where people, families drive by. If it's for a kid, you know, they give a present. Maybe they talk for a couple of minutes, uh, you know, safe social distancing uh, distance, and then, you know, drive away, somebody else drives up. And that's been how it is. Now, usually for a adults and you know it's been just drive by where people come by say hi maybe they get out of their car for a couple minutes talk to the the birthday person sure, or person throw you a bottle of yeah, booze and move on exactly there you go you know yeah, drink right out of this thing and so that's kind of how it's been so i set up a birthday drive by for my wife today right and it's really tough cuz my wife i i can't ever fool her on anything there's she sniffs everything out I mean, there's no way. She's the Brian Erlacher of, of birthday sniffing out. Running can't, side to side, yep, absolutely. Uh, you can't get a play past them. You can't. So it's really, really hard. And I had it today until my dad turned ultimate spoiler on me. Anyway, he turned heel. It's like WWE where the, you know, the one guy wins and he holds the hand up and everybody claps and he hits the guy in the stomach and beats the oh, crap out of no. him. And then somebody comes from out of the back in the, in the dressing room and, and clears the bad guy out. Now there's a tag team. Uh, uh, for Russell, the next WrestleMania. So I set this all up, and it's really difficult. And I don't get a lot of text messages, but now I'm getting a lot the past day because I sent out to all her friends. I got about 15 people lined up to, to doing it. And every time my text would go off like, bam, bam, bam. She's like, man, who's texting you? And I go, oh, it's Harmon. He's just well, saying, you know. You know, Harmon saying something stupid. You know, Frostburg's got something. You know, I just, oh, okay. And I'm trying to keep a lid on it. So I go, all right. Because so we I do send you a lot of stories. You do. You do. Usually and I just. 
yeah. kind of mocking the world at large, but yes. But, <laughs> ma- ma- but many times I tell her, oh, my God, Harmon sent me this really funny story or Frostburg did, but now I don't, I, I, I don't want to have to make something up and lie because what am I going to make up? So I just go, oh, just something stupid Harmon said. He well, sent me it takes pic- two people to lie. Yeah, he's sending me pictures of himself with no pants on, you know, all of these things. Well, I mean, and, you got to spread the wealth. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's, it's coming along okay, and I'm like, all right, we got it good. So I have it set up, and I, I text the group, 11 o'clock today, we're going to meet at the corner of the street. You know, you guys meet on the corner of the street. Whoever is first in line, text me when everybody's ready to go, and I'll get Pam outside so you guys can drive by. All right, great. So now I'm trying to figure out how we have to figure this out because now Pam is throwing a monkey wrench into everything we do today. I said to her, to get her outside 11 o'clock, I said, oh, hey, um, uh, one of the guys is coming because we're going to put a fence in our backyard. We're teaming up with our neighbors on either side. We're going to put fence. We're gonna put a, a nice wood fence up. So we're all going to do it. And I said, hey, one of the fence guys is coming today at 11 o'clock, so we gotta be, we got to wait for him to come here. Oh, okay, great. So then she says to me, oh, I got to go to the school real fast. This is at 1030. I go, oh, what do you mean 1030? We we got the fence guy coming. She goes, I'll be back. I'm like, okay. The last thing I want is her to come back right at 11 thinking, I'll just get there at 11, drive past the people who are waiting to see her. I'm going, (laughs) oh, my God. So she goes to the school and she comes back. I'm like, all right, great. She goes to school 10.30, comes back about 10.45, and everything is all right. I'm like, all right, great. She goes, oh, hey, do you want to go over Lisa's today to go swimming? And I'm going, oh, because she invited us over one day. And I'm like, oh, okay. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, we can't have that. I can't have you say because you're going to want to leave soon. So I text Lisa going, hey, Pam's going to text you about going coming over to swim today because she has a pool. I said, you got to tell her no because we have people coming by. She's like, all right, cool. I got it. I'm like, oh, my God. So Pam texts Lisa about going swimming. And about 10 to 11, uh, she gets a text back. She goes, oh, we can't go swimming at Lisa's today. She says she's busy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, come on. I just need 10 minutes. I just need 10 minutes. Now, now you're really just <laughs> everything is coming really fast. So life comes at you fast sometimes. That's it, true. It, it gets to be about 5 to 11, and my dad comes over. And I'm like, great, because I invited my dad over to come over and be part sure. of this. But he wanted to come over and stand around. Because my dad comes over every day, so nothing is is out of the realm of possibility on this. Because he comes over every day for a few minutes and hangs out. So he comes over about 5 to 11. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. All right, great. So we're talking for a couple minutes. I get a text from the people who are lining up, up at the top of the street. And they go, hey, almost all of us are here. What do you want to do? I'm like, well, it's still a couple minutes before 11. Let's wait five more minutes minutes and then you guys can come down and I'll, I'll text you when to come down and she sends me back okay great so it turned out to be good because the five minutes we waited we had more people show up which turned out to be great so we're about a minute from going outside because and Pam is finishing up something on the computer and I go, all right we'll go outside because remember Edgar's guy is coming in a couple minutes yeah yeah sure no problem no problem all right great my dad is standing at the door Standing there, he says, all right, well, I'm taking off. I'm like, why are you taking off? People are just coming now. He goes, I'm taking off. I wanted to come by for the drive-by birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. And he turns around and walks out. And I go, oh, my God. Did you really just do that? Did you really just do that? What is wrong with you? And he walks out leaving like. And I want to I want to take a I want to take a bow and arrow like Katniss and stick one into between his shoulders. Look what you did. And so I turn around. I go, all right, maybe Pam wasn't paying attention. Maybe she was just doing something on the computer. So I turn around really slow and look at her. And she looks at me. She goes, do I need to go outside now? Because people are driving by to wish me happy birthday. And I just go, yeah. Let's uh, let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go out. <laughs> and she, it was great. We had people stop by. They got out of the car. It was it was awesome for like a half hour, forty minutes. It was really cool. But I'm like, I was a minute away from from surprising Pam, and I, it's something I could never ever do. 
and my dad blows it. A minute before. All he had to do was just stay. Just stay two more minutes. Just stay. And no, no, I want to go. I want to be over the drive-by, and I'm leaving. I'm like, well, I told you it was a surprise. He is the ultimate spoiler now. That's ultimate terrible. spoiler. It's terrible. Walt, you, you, you got to be better than that. Ultimate uh, but spoiler. Now, but now you get to surprise her again. Birthday part two, either a <laughs> Drew Carey-like flash mob where you're dancing to a song from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Or um, you just buy her more booze. So that was <laughs> so that was that was the birthday week. There, I was like, I I, I had it. I can't really plan anything because of coronavirus. Yeah. I had this. I had That's it. It's too bad. By the and way, like, if you'd done it on the graduation day, you uh, would have gotten away with it boy. because it would have been a real surprise. It would have been. You're and right. But, you would have gotten a twofer. I mean, because you would have gotten everything out of the way, and then you would have been clear for the weekend with none of this stress <laughs> of Walt screwing it up. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that I I couldn't do it that day because everybody else's grad. Most of our friends are you know people that Zoe goes to school with. Yeah. They couldn't come by and do it because they're busy doing grad. I can't say, oh, by the way, graduation day, hey, drive she can by pay the house. people in the neighborhood. Not- She's just <laughs> counting cars anyway. Hey, listen, can you just drive by uh, and wish happy birthday to my wife? But I don't really know who you are. It doesn't matter. Here's- Have the windows rolled up. You got tinted windows, right? Here's doesn't a matter. gift just- card for a sandwich. Just keep driving. <laughs> just roll down and just beep your horn as you go by. You go as fast as you want. doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. It was too, it was too tough to do. I, it was too tough All to right, figure buddy, out. I, I, I'm tough. just trying to look out for you. <laughs> just trying uh, to simplify your life a little. And so birthday week uh, goes into the weekend we are going to get. And maybe we're going to get the new Last Dance documentary. I mean, probably not. But that's the way the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire home run <laughs> derby of 1998 is being presented by ESPN. It's going to air on Sunday night as we take a look back at the summer of 1998 and the race to break the home run record between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And you, you look, I've told you before, the legacy of Last Dance is going to be it spawn to the new interest level in sports documentaries in general because now look every time a sports doc comes up and yeah we're not playing games so it's more uh enhanced but every time hey, look at this next big sports doc oh last dance is a big deal maybe we're gonna get a lot of people watching could be the new last dance it's not gonna be the new last dance but it'll be better than lance armstrong okay so we had lance dance and that didn't go very well this one will be better it's not going to change your life but it will be a more fun documentary and let's face it it's going to be all over social media on sunday night for a couple of reasons and and number one is that the 90s are a sweet spot for nostalgia right now right it's a it was before 9 11 uh, the you know the last decade where 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 life before life changed forever for us, as it now it seems to be changing every decade or so, uh, whether it's 9-11 or housing crisis or coronavirus or what we do now racially in the country. You know, the 90s is kind of a sweet spot, uh, so that's a, that's a fun thing. Uh, also, you know, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were very beloved. We liked the Home Run Derby. It was a fun sure. story. It was a fun thing to every day to see, okay, what's going to happen? Oh, McGuire's got a day game today. Oh, Sosa's got this. Oh, McGuire might not play today. No, but he's taking batting practice, so he's going to play. That's what this summer was like. I'll and tell you what, I, I went to a lot of batting practice in Chicago <laughs> and, and a couple of road trips where I, I caught this uh, – Circus as well as Ken Griffey Jr. on tour, man. That you want to talk about electricity two hours before a game, man. That's like a college football Saturday. On oh, steroids. it was. It was <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. I like yeah. that. I like that. But it was it was such a fun thing, and people who didn't live it are going to get to 
relive it for the first sure. time or live it for the first time. People who got to live through it, it's a fun bit of nostalgia because this was a fun thing. Unlike Lance Armstrong, which wasn't fun because everybody hated Lance Armstrong. You watch the documentary. It wasn't fun. You hated him afterwards. So really, that's why nobody watched. But this is a little bit more fun. So the ratings will be pretty good. It'll do well on social media. But is it going to change your life? Is it going to be one of those types of documentaries where the next day there's all kinds of things to talk about like it was with Last Dance? No, because in the end, McGuire and Sosa, as much as we liked them at the time, they were not the most magnetic of people. They're not going to talk and say anything unbelievably groundbreaking or something new. They're not going to tell you that the the PEDs and the steroids that they took, that's not going to happen. You're going to get a simple look back at what the home run race was like. And that... In, in the middle of the beginning of the summer uh, should come at you like a nice breeze, like maybe a, a nice ice-cold mojito with mm. ice cubes in it on a, on a hot Sunday afternoon. That's going to be what the 30 for 30 is. It's going to be okay. It'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to relive. But in the end, we, we like to learn stuff too. you know. So if you're, you're trying to uh, talk about and figure out what the next – what great documentary is going to do for you. You got to learn stuff. You got to say, oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh, my God, this, I forgot about this. I don't think we're going to get that in this. But it, it's going to be fun to relive it. And from that, that that's what's going to make for a fun time. Because, look, everybody picked their favorites. You wanted McGuire to break the record. You wanted Sosa to break the record. Uh, you, you were wondering what was going to happen. Who was going to break it first? Were they going to win the home run title in the end? Does it matter who broke it first if they didn't finish with the most home runs at the end? I, it, was, it was really something that every day this was the story. And, you know, one thing I remember about it was Mark McGuire didn't seem to have fun the entire time. Like, because he, I, every time he would do a pregame interview for it, it was because the Cardinals weren't very good, right? They, they, they weren't having a good season. They weren't going to the playoffs and everything else. That's why Sosa uh, wound up beating him out for MVP. But, you know, every time I would see McGuire doing his pregame press conference at his locker, he would sit there and just answer questions, very few words. You Because know, in his world, he hated having to answer questions about himself while his team wasn't doing well. And there were times when I remember someone would try to throw him a softball question of, hey, uh, you guys have won three in a row. Is this, you know, could you maybe build this momentum? And he would say, these are Mark McGuire home run uh, questions only. Uh, let's, let's stick to that right now. <laughs> it's, it's a, I mean, a certain time, it's like, wow. As I remember, remember him not enjoying it as much as he should have. I remember when Roger Maris was going for the record, like his hair was falling out. It no, was that's really right. tough stress. for him. I mean, there was a lot of stress going on for these guys. Well, because remember, I mean, you're, you're talking about when you're, you're approaching the numbers of icons, right? For Maris, I mean, you're in the pinstripes. And the guy that was supposed to do it is your teammate. And then you're slugging it out with him, and, well, you get over. Uh, and then for McGuire... It's you're still going into the history books for Sammy Sosa. It was about the Cubs and and just uh, madness. I remember being uh, at the June 30th game when he hit his 20th home run of the, the month. I mean, that was like the most electric thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, in a sporting event, I should say. Uh, no disrespect to my daughters, uh, who are no doubt uh, long asleep on this, their second day of summer vacation. Uh, uh, whatever. But for Sosa, it's also about repairing a little bit that relationship in Chicago because they cut him loose, man. We used the, the a few good men line, and, you know, when it went bad, you cut these guys loose. I mean, he's persona non grata. For a guy that meant so much to that organization for several years there, 
I mean, he was the face of the town. Now, once upon a time, a skinny kid playing on the south side. Uh, and then, well, the Hulk that you saw come up and a, a lot of curiosity of Sammy through the years. But maybe this remedies and helps to solve some of the issues there. Maybe he becomes a more sympathetic guy, an understood guy from the city of Chicago because they wash their hands with him. Man, he hasn't come in back. There's no throwing out first pitches, no singing take me out to the ball game uh, or any of those things going on. So maybe a, a little bit of a homecoming and, and a feel-good story to come out of it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote live nation presents concert week now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.